Andy is still under the weather today, sadly, because uh, we're talking about hymns, so he gets he gets to miss our hymn conversation. Uh, coming up this weekend, if you're if you're keeping track of your liturgical calendar this January uh, in the in the three year lectionary, it's uh, it's the baptism of our Lord, uh, which is a. It, we get some some fun hymns to sing, which is fantastic. We get great liturgy about the baptism of Christ, uh, and we have. Uh, I almost called you Doctor Peter Ill, Reverend Peter Ill. No, no, not that. <laughs> I think the world needs a Doctor Ill, but I'm not him. <laughs> Whoops! I apparently give people honorary doctorates and deaconesses and things. So there you go. Reverend Peter Ill, pastor of Trinity Lutheran Church in Millstadt, Illinois, joining me to talk about uh, one of my favorite things, actually. So that's pretty cool. Uh, this weekend, we have the baptism of our Lord. Um, and I know when we were when we were prepping for this, uh, we could probably talk about the theology behind this for what, like a couple of weeks, months, <laughs> months. So we're not going to, we're going to give people like the the waiting pool version of, of theology and, and, and leave the rest to maybe your pastor. If, if you want to go talk to your pastor about all the great, great theology about this. Um, but we're moving quickly, super quickly from Christmas. We just had epiphany. Um, and now we have the baptism. What, is there a reason why we move so quickly through, through all of these things in Jesus's life? Yeah. And so much a chronological one in terms of days or weeks or years, but it's a move uh, that's a thematic move. And so Jesus is revealed at Epiphany. The word Epiphany means revelation or the making known. And so Jesus is made known to the Magi. And then the Sunday after Epiphany, Jesus is made known at his baptism. In the weeks that follow, we hear about Jesus's miracles and the work that Jesus does. And following that, uh, right before Lent, we hear about Jesus being made known at the Mount of Transfiguration. And so all through this, known and Jesus revealing himself to be the Son of God. And, and that's what we get to celebrate. And so the biggest of the, these theological things that we get to talk about today is Jesus comes to get baptized. He is God's Son. And he steps into those baptismal waters to become one with us. And he reveals himself to be our savior. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So we're in, uh, if, if everyone can pull out their Lutheran service book, uh, we are Lutheran service book. We're going to do a 405 first. And, and I realized 406 and 407 is actually the, the appointed hymn of the day. But... We're going to leave that one for your actual singing on Sunday, and it's a Martin Luther hymn, so it's fantastic. So everyone can read those those that, that text maybe before they get to church. But we're going to jump into to 405, uh, To Jordan's River Came Our Lord. So uh, what does this hymn uh, teach us about the theology of, of what we're going to be hearing about this weekend? This hymn talks about who Jesus is, and it describes the reason that he came. And so this this hymn doesn't so much tell the story of Jesus being baptized, but it gives the meaning. You could almost think about it like a poetic sermon. Mm. Uh, would it be okay if I just read the text of the hymn? Sure. Just as a poem? Uh, it's, it's just beautiful stuff. I'll do my best. To Jordan's river came our Lord, the Christ, 
whom heavenly hosts adored, the God from God, the light from light, the Lord of glory, power, and might. The Savior came to be baptized, the Son of God in flesh disguised, to stand beneath the Father's will and all his righteousness fulfill. As Jesus in the Jordan stood and John baptized the Lamb of God, the Holy Spirit, heavenly dove, descended on him from above. Then from God's throne with thunderous God's own voice, with words profound, This is my Son, was his decree, the one I love who pleases me. The Father's word, the Spirit's flight, anointed Christ in glorious sight, as God's own choice from Adam's fall to save the world and free us all. Now rise, faint hearts, be resolute. This man is Christ, our substitute. He was baptized in Jordan's stream, proclaimed as Redeemer, Lord Supreme. Um, and there's an awful lot in that text. Yeah, there is. <laughs> uh, but it starts with uh, a declaration of who Jesus is. He's the heavenly hosts, thinking back to Christmas when those heavenly hosts of angels showed up and sang his birth. And then it goes on to quote the Nicene Creed, God of God, light of light, and, and then to paraphrase, the Lord of glory, power, and might. This is the word who was present with God at the beginning, through whom all things were created. And where is he now? Now he comes to the river to be baptized by John. But here he is, the son of God in flesh disguised. Uh, and he stands beneath the Father's will to fulfill all righteousness. That's what he told John. Because John looked at Jesus and he said, you're the Savior, you're the greater one that I've been telling everybody about. And you're coming to get baptized by me? No, it should be the other way around. You should be baptizing me, not me, you. But Jesus said, let it be so now to fulfill all righteousness. And so when he was baptized, when he was coming up from the water, the Holy Spirit was uh, seen there coming down on him in the form of a dove, and God the Va Father's voice spoke. And so here is one of the places in Scripture that we see the whole Trinity at the same time. The voice of God the Father, Jesus the Son of God standing alongside the river, and the Holy Spirit descending in that form of a dove. And it gives God's seal of approval and ratification and revelation that this is Christ. Uh, this is the Messiah. And so we recognize that Jesus is uh, anointed. Uh, that's the uh, translation of the word Messiah. Messiah means anointed guy. And mm -hmm. so Jesus is anointed to be our savior. And so this last stanza just has this great, great uh, encouragement to Christians. Now rise, faint hearts, be resolute. In other words, cheer up. <laughs> you have seen your Savior. You know Christ the Lord. He is our substitute. He was baptized in Jordan, in the Jordan River, for you. He is the one who created all things, and he is the one who has restored them by doing, well, what he asks you to do, too. He was baptized so that your baptism has meaning. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I always, I, I always like that imagery. I guess it's not all imagery of, of the Trinity, uh, at the baptism because it's one of those places where, um, where we get to, to, to read that all three persons in, in one account. 
Um, absolutely. And so we get to see the whole Trinity working. But as we see the Trinity working, we're not far away from it. We're not disconnected from it. And so we get to see the work of the Trinity, but we also get to see it applied to us. Mm -hmm. And it's not just this is God being God somewhere far away in the distance. This is God being God right up for us to take care of us, to save us from our sin, and to bring us into that eternal life that he's promised us. Absolutely. Before we run out of time, uh, we wanted to get to uh, Lutheran Service Book 404 as well, which is one of my favorite epiphany hymns, maybe. I don't know. I really like the tune, actually. Sarah, yes. are they all your favorite? Maybe. <laughs> that, that's how it's true about hymns and me, too. So I completely get it. I open the hymnal and I go, ooh, it's my favorite. And I turn the page and I say, ooh, it's my favorite. Yeah, I get, I I get an elbow. Favorite. I get an elbow yeah. from my husband every time I say him is my favorite. He says, they're all, they're all your favorites. But anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, Lutheran Service Book 404, before we run out of time, we have about three minutes, actually. So oh. <laughs> Jesus, once with sinners numbered, uh, we're going to do the, the, the Reader's Digest version of this hymn. Okay. Um, and, and what this uh, maybe adds to to Jordan's River came our Lord. Sure. It, here, it talks about Jesus comes into the river, um, but he came to be counted as a sinner. And he shows up in order to be united with us and go through the baptism that we need to have because as he is baptized, we are baptized. What is ours that we contribute in baptism, our sin, our fallenness, our brokenness, and what is Jesus's in his baptism, his holiness and his righteousness and his purity, they get flip-flopped. Jesus, in baptism, takes on our sin, and he takes our sin to the cross, where our sin is put to death, so that we might become the righteousness of God. We have that holiness and that righteousness and that innocence that Jesus has, and it's given us in our baptism. And here we see that he is counted or looked at like a sinner, and we get to be counted as the righteousness of God and recognize that he is our savior. And so we've died to sin and live to Christ. I like how uh, this one kind of connects it connects full circle because we talk about uh jesus his baptism and then it connects us to the cross which i always love in hymns and then in the last stanza uh it comes back to uh, uh crossing or tracing the cross over us which is what happens in our baptism so it's it's uh it's cool to come come kind of full circle in this hymn i think right and thinking about that tracing of the cross. Uh, in the baptism rite, pastor gets to trace a cross on the forehead and on the heart of the baptized. And any time that a Christian might choose to make the sign of the cross over themselves going on, and even if they don't make that external sign of the cross, every time the word of God is declared over a Christian, the cross of Christ is traced over them again and again. In baptism, you receive Jesus. When you receive the Lord's Supper, when you hear preaching, when you read scripture, when you hear that good news of your forgiveness proclaimed to you, God traces his cross on you again and again. And that's not going away because Jesus was counted as a sinner so that you are counted as one marked and bought back with the cross. 
Amen to that. Reverend Peter Ill, pastor of Trinity Lutheran Church in Millstadt, Illinois. Uh, we get to we get to celebrate the baptism of Jesus this weekend. That's pretty cool, eh? Woo! Yay! It Thanks is. For, yeah, it is. Thanks for joining me on the coffee hour this morning, Peter. Have a wonderful day. You do. And that's all the time we have for the coffee hour today. I'm Sarah Golseth. The Coffee Hour with Andy and Sarah is a production of KFUO. To support the Coffee Hour and KFUO Radio, visit KFUO.org. You can also text KFUO to 41444 or send an email to gifts at KFUO.org. And you can call us at 800-844-0524. KFUO. Christ for you. Anytime. Anywhere.